Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. The reason that we're asking you to join us for the classic Raw Review is our third announcement. From the land of 10,000 lakes, Minneapolis, Minnesota, the Mall of America, the only building big enough to hold the debut edition of WCW Monday Nitro. We are coming to you live here on TNT. Welcome everyone to the cultaholic classic raw review question marks the reason i say that is because you might have already seen the name of this show and i thought what with the timeline being the way it is it would be pertinent to check out the the other side as the other channel is about to have some wrestling on so welcome to the cultaholic classic monday nitro watch along where we are going to see what the WCW have been up to, building towards all this time, cheeky devils. Who be we? Well, I'd be Fake Geordie, radio presenter without portfolio, former Cultaholic Heavyweight Champion Tom Campbell. And I am joined by the bear in the big blue bar cage, the head pen of Cultaholic. He does not need a pencil. He gets it right every time. He is Justin Henry, and he is off of America. Hey there, Tommy. What's up? been a while since i did that intro with you <laughs> it's it's good matey how are you doing i'm doing splendid i'm just looking forward to reliving this night that i recall very specifically actually and you're not the only one that does because there is someone in this office who is also a, a big fan of this of the dub c dub and i thought um, it would be are you hiding men in this office radioactive I'm, men i may be hiding radioactive men in this office from you Justin, I do talk to other men, Justin. I do talk mm. to other men. Well, you're only human. <laughs> that other man is sat next to me. It's Sam Driver. Hello. Look at you. Oh, are you. How are you doing? I'm you doing, doing. Yeah. Yeah. It's nice to be here, mate. There's only one <laughs> thing we need to talk about, though, and you've committed a cardinal sin twice. What's that? You've done the Bret Hart. You've called it the WCW. <laughs> Disgusting. The WCW. The WWF, because that's the World Wrestling Federation, but the World Championship Wrestling doesn't work, Tom. <laughs> it doesn't work, Tom. Now, well, they're calling it the W70 like Luger did at the time. <laughs> Justin, he's shouting at me. Can you stop it? And no, he's not going to. You, you are not putting enough respect on this, this company. Put enough stank on this company. <laughs> <laughs> Believe me, others will do that in the, in the coming years. Oh God! <laughs> uh, so, do you both remember watching this first time round, Justin? Do you remember watching Nitro first time round? What What comes to your mind when you think about it? Well, 
I just kind of didn't know what to expect. I was just settling in with my brother to watch it. It was a couple of days before school started. I was getting ready to start, I believe, sixth grade that year because I'm old. And um, You're of a certain vintage, my friend. You're of a certain I'm a, vintage. I'm of a certain vintage. And I remember just kind of not knowing what to expect. Like, like It's like Raw, but it's WCW. I really know what to think. And then, well, something happens that we've made reference to on War Stories that is going to be um, the shot heard around the world. So, Sam, same question to you. First time watching this particular Monday night. Right? So this will have been a, a while later for me. I, I was about four when this happened. Mm. So I, I um, yeah, I, I got into WCW maybe from the age of, I mean, we were probably watching it in the house from the time I was about five. My dad was probably watching this, and my mom, like, as it was happening. But, um, yeah, I didn't really wake up to wrestling. Uh, but when I did, and when, like, my earliest memories, it's all WCW. So it was always, like, Nitro. It was always Thunder. It was always, you know, it, those kind of flashbacks because we didn't have Sky, so we didn't have WWE. Uh, and so I came to, you know, the first Nitro, and I went back through all the stuff I missed a while later. But... God, what a show. What a start to, to something that would inevitably crumble horribly, expose the business brutally, and destroy many, many careers. Like the Roman Empire, it started all right. Yeah, except like it starts off all good, and then it's like Nero is just in charge after those first few years. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm excited. It's like Motley Crue, but with horsemen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, I'm excited for this Motley Crew with Horseman because like because the nice thing about doing the the classic raw review is I'm watching a lot of this for the first time. And yeah. and whilst I've I've seen the crucial bits of this show, mm -hmm. I've never watched it beginning to end. Well, you monster. I am a monster. The first wrestler out of that. You haven't oh, you nah. should be ashamed of yourself. Well, look, you two can 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 flay me all you like. <laughs> Are you going to get flayed by everybody? Okay, WCW's well, greatest. Welcome. To, well, you know what? How about let's <laughs> right or wrong in my life with our friends here and let's watch the first ever Monday Nitro and you can watch along with us and you do so by going to the WWE Network or Peacock. Or I, will, I will just say that this is not, you know, this is, this is actually a terrible show because there is no Buff Bagwell. All the better. So... <laughs> You know, no, we need some buff daddy. Buff daddy. That that's what WCW. That's what's been missing from Raw. <laughs> that's where. Oh, mind you saying that we have had Marcus Bagwell popping up on Raw. Yeah. Well, the the, the thing is, the thing is, this starts off so well to the point where you, as we're going to see, and as Justin's already alluded to, the the shock, the everything around this event was brilliant mm. to the point where it's like they can't possibly drop the ball here they can't there's no way they can drop the ball what here. could possibly go wrong yeah i've just realized i can screen share this here would you like me to screen share it justin please okay okay there we Babu. go there we says what on the, on the uh on the little laptop. Oh, perfect. We can pop it on the big screen i just realized that see what they what people love about these podcasts is it's live admin <laughs> yeah they love the live admin. I like seeing what Tom has among his um, tabs also. Oh, you don't want to look oh, at me tabs. Yeah, you don't yeah. look at me tabs. <laughs> <laughs> it's, not, it's not a pretty place. So you can watch along with us by going to the WWE Network or Peacock, whatever iteration of it you've got. Uh, look up WWE Monday Nitro. Go to 1995. It's the very first episode. Uh, you'll recognize a lovely white flanneled man standing legs akimbo on the uh, the rampway on the opening episode. Giving away the big flannel like that. And it's not flannel. <laughs> it's not flannel. It's, it's, it's like a Seinfeld puffy shirt. Puffy shirt. Yeah, like the big kind of What's the deal flannel? with puffy? Yes. 
Al, has Al Borland jumped ship from home improvement? <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're going to give you a second. So we're going to give you Sign a, a three-year deal. I don't think so, Vince. <laughs> Come on, everybody. Network.wwe.com or whatever the hell Peacock is. Get yourself to the first Nitro. I know you're on your way there now, but you're not going quick enough. Move faster. We'll give if you, you are waiting, then well done. Small round of what? Golf clap for you. Well done. Got Mongo. What more do you if need? If you are still sat there searching for it, getting your login, just, just, just get it saved. In why fact, isn't it already a tab? Why isn't the WCW section of the WWE Network or the WWE Peacock not saved already on your computer? We'll give you a second to find it right now. Welcome back. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> Justin Henry, are you ready to, to, to experience Monday Nitro? Yes, sir. Sam Driver, are you ready to go more back? More than I've ever been. Okay, you join us on go in three, a two, a one, Go. And here we go. Right. Oh, this intro, man. Ghostbusters. Get rid of those. Get rid of those captions. We don't need them. Da -da -da -da. Explosions. Oh. You know, fun oh. fact about this, this whole set was actually destroyed before they could film the intro by a Hurricane Aaron in 1995, and they had to oh. rebuild it feverishly. No way. That's incredible. That is the guy in the for that tidbit. Did they have to rebuild Minneapolis as well? I think Minneapolis was fine. Look at that shopping mall, Jesus! The Mall of America is it? The Mall of America, the one that has the roller coaster in it. Well, it's, uh, like, it's a roller coaster tonight. <laughs> roller coaster <laughs> of love. Mongo! Never mind that shit. Oh, Here comes Mongo. It's the boy. He's made it to the big leagues. <laughs> By famous, this famous football player, Herman and Eddie Munster. 
By this point, Vince had made Mongo an offer to come to WWF, and he chose WCW and said, for more of the money. It's a bidding war for Mongo. Oh, wow. the brain. And the brain. Oh, my God. Now, if you are if you are a, a, a lapsed WWF fan and you're putting this on, you're seeing Mongo, you're seeing Bishop, and you're seeing Heenan. Yeah. You're in. You're Enjoy on. Buzzer. I mean, this, you, you watch this show, and it's like, how can they possibly drop the ball? From here, they might not ever be, you know, a major, major, major competitor. Oh, they could be. And then it's like, oh, and then within what five years, it's dead. I'm going as Mongo for Halloween at the side now. I want that jacket. <laughs> I could see you going as Mongo for Halloween, mate. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Kick it off, Eric. Kick it off. We all know what we want to see, Eric. Come on, get him out. That's right. That's that's I nearly swore right. You can swear on this if I you want. I swear, that's fucking right, <laughs> Justin Liger. Justin fucking Liger. Oh, look at all this. We have to do a theme because they don't have the real one. Me, 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 me. Justin Liger. That's the only bit I know. You can eat a juice. This is massive. Yeah. Something and something, and I win all the J crowns. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, this, this is a big deal, isn't it, Justin? Like, for, for, for wrestling, for Liger to be on the opening match. Oh, absolutely. And, yeah, but nowhere near as big as it would be like now, like when he came to WWE. And look who he's up against. Oh, what an opening match. The first yeah. night. Like, Liger was a big deal by this point, but nowhere near, you know, the global megastar he would become in terms of his wider wrestling accolades. Um, mm. But yeah, for sure, this is a good get. It's definitely, if, if not kind of like a, ooh, it's like a, ooh, that guy's good. Remember 25 years later, people for the Dynamite premiere were saying like, well, they should get bring Liger and have face Pillman Jr. Oh. Sadly, it didn't come to pass. I know. It'd be amazing if they could have done that. I'm looking for Liger to be on the way out. I mean, what do, what do we reckon to the Mall of America as, as a location? I, I mean, like it's a lovely aesthetic. I, I like the idea of doing it in like a plaza section of a mall. I love when it comes out to the wides and you just see escalators full of people going up and down shopping and watching it. Uh, I, everything about it just feels bustling and, and nice. It's strange. Don't get me wrong. And the wide shot is awful. They could have at least got some bleachers in to hide that, you know, mall behind it. Because, um, oh, 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 I think what it does, I don't know whether you agree, Justin, it kind of, it makes it feel like WCW is in like the center of, of not just the wrestling world, but of just like of culture by it being in a, in a shopping mall with normal people. Well, it's definitely a very unique aesthetic. And I do, I do agree about the bleacher part, but I kind of do like having just, you know, the stores with the neon signs and the visible in the background. It's, it's so unique that you go, what? When you first see it. And they're, Although, literally, they're literally bringing the wrestling to the people here. And then what is first up even more is what is it the is it the Blues Brothers chasing took place right here in the mall? They crashed through all the stores and ah. <laughs> oh. I think there's a Pier One Imports. <laughs> See, they went. They they were originally there was a couple of arena venues they were looking at for the first Nitro and. I, I believe uh, this is a Hulk Hogan. Oh, oh okay. Oh, oh, right. can't, it, can't hit a home run every day. Would twist that. But it, I think it's partly a, a Hulk Hogan thing, isn't it? Because Hulk, as we're going to find out, Hulk Hogan's got a vested interest in the Mall oh, of America. He, does. he really, really does. And you can too, folks, with a low, low price of $4.99. <laughs> 
Why did he open an, an orange goblin Julius? <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's the escalators. <sighs> I just I, the only thing I don't like about this setup is the knackered old ring. <laughs> Are you not a fan of the ring? It's just it's it's seen many 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 many. The athletic tape there in one spot. Yeah, it's it's all faded in the middle from all of the footwork. <laughs> oh, so this be the Romero special. Get up there, Pillman! Get up there, Pillman! You're shaking your head, but it's not going to matter. See, told you. Oh, beautiful. I think Pillman just said, who the fuck is Griff Garrison? <laughs> <laughs> I know his dad. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think, and I'm watching this as somebody who hasn't experienced this before. Yeah. And as somebody who's been watching Monday Night Raw for, for weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks for Justin, um, immediately this pops off the page. Because this mm -hmm. is like two great wrestlers. Like I've not seen as a, as a, if I'm a WWF fan, I've not seen them before. But they're really good, and this is cool. It's in a mall. And Hulk so Hogan's far, on it. Bobby Heenan's and, in it. And so far, there has been zero melodrama. It's just good wrestling to yeah. get the people entertained, and then you sucker them into the melodrama. Yeah, yeah. Whereas Rolf, most weeks feels like space occupied by obligation. Yeah. <laughs> We are obligated to be here. And it's worth noting as well. This is a this is a bad time for the pro wrestling industry. Oh, it's this rough. Is a very bad time for the pro wrestling industry. Because because I think whether you like it or not, WWF kind of is the sort of the heartbeat of the whole industry. And if yeah. WWF is having a bad time, we're all having a bad time. Well, that's it. We a see rising, it in our place. A rising tide carries all boats. It's the, so. it's the irregular heartbeat of professional wrestling. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's the flatlining heart of. 6.30, Brian. 6.30. Ah, oh, <laughs> That was lazy. Simple, but effective. <laughs> the Pillman's hair was in transition here from the classic Pillman mullet to the Kurt Cobain look you would soon cultivate. Yes. Yeah, we're sort of between Brian Pillman and mm -hmm. uh, and Brian Pillman at this point. Like sort of, is this post-Hollywood Blondes? Yes. Yeah. Smart marks. <laughs> A smart mark goes to a mall to watch a wrestling show. <laughs> Dirty marks. <laughs> the varsity marks. Nice. Just give his son the mic and let him go. <laughs> so with so also tonight we, we they know they've gone back and forth on the main event for this show. Um Initially, Sam, I don't know whether you knew this, that one of the main events that was pitched was Hulk Hogan versus Paul Orndorff. I can see that. Yeah. Like, Paul Orndorff is somebody who kind of became a bit of a... bit of a butt of a joke, but ultimately, when you look back, he was popular, mm -hmm. and he did have that fan base, but it may be a little bit too late for that here, but, you know, it, it could still work. It could still go. Wouldn't have been fantastic, but, you know... As a sort of marquee main event, like Hogan and an old enemy. Yeah. Again, you're establishing. Oof. No. Nice. Low on the drop. 
And the more I think about it, the more I like the fact that you've got this in the opener and you've got Hulk Hogan in the main. Because you're just sort of, in an hour, you're telling people, hey, there's a little bit of everything for everybody. Well, this is it. Mm-hmm. It gives you the flavor of what WCW is wanting to approach. And if you look into Eric Bischoff's uh, kind of ideas for, for booking and, and match building, it, it, it's something that if you look into the Radicals, especially, and the Radicals jump to WWF, um, it's addressed quite a bit there, but he always felt that the more energetic, more captivating matches should go on early and cultivate more interest for the main event stars. This ultimately built a glass ceiling, which which ended up biting them in the ass. But, you know, it, it did work because by the time Nitro gets to two hours, you've got that big, exciting fireworks bit in the middle. And it, after that, it's like a marked change hmm. in tone of the show. And it tends to get a little bit more fucky. A little bit more, you know, a little bit more dramery, a little bit more hogany, but you will see kind of peppered in little promos here and there as it develops. But initially, it always starts kind of hot and moves on from there. That's fair. There you go. Boom, one, two, three. Pillman beating Liger. And just to Sam's point, and Bischoff did tell Eddie Guerrero straight up that he told him, Malenko, Benoit, I want you to be the car crashes in my movie. Yep. He said, telling them, you know, you're here to provide the action. But the soap operas for somebody else, essentially. Mm-hmm. It's, not it's not. It, it's just that I. I don't think he really saw what was coming, which is that glass ceiling. Which you know, once you put that limit on these talents, it's like, well, you guys have got to go on in the first half. When you start adding them to later matches in the card, it starts to get a bit confusing for the audience. It starts to feel a bit like, well, he couldn't possibly fight him. They never fight. It gets a bit. Especially bad when I mean I mean, I mean jump jumpy there, but it's especially bad when you see just you know the human connection that Latino Heat made with the crowd a decade later. Oh god, yeah, yeah. And it's just you know this is what you had. <laughs> <laughs> There's so this many Jericho became so many occasions like that, isn't it? Where they go, hey, well, this is what you could have won. Mm-hmm. Mm. This is what you could have definitely had. Do you know what this reminds me of so far? Like like the idea of a hot. Oh gosh, oh, it's the stinger. God, he, he's he even has Darby's hair back now. then. Maybe he has his father. <laughs> you know what this reminds me of? Rampage. Really? I've got one hour on TNT. It's on TNT. It's an it's a beefy hour. There's some decent wrestling in there. Stings just popped up. Yeah. It's it's and there's and there's an established star in the main event. It's Rampage. <laughs> and I like it. There hasn't been any brand new unseen before footage of CM. <laughs> yeah, that was a bit of a misstep. Yeah, kids are us. Oh, here oh we boy. Why is Bishop wearing a Weather Channel windbreaker? <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's got past mania, everybody. Oh, no. <laughs> Brother. <laughs> I'm sure he said that to a girl. Cheers, brother. Brian Pillman. the best spaghetti bolognese <laughs> in the world? Listen, I love Jimmy Hart. He's one of the best heel managers ever. But with Hogan, he was like scrappy-doo with sunglasses. Yeah, like Jimmy Hart, for me, he's so effective at his job that he gets full-blown, you know, go-home heat from me. <laughs> Every time he opens his mouth, it's like, shut up! Get out! Stop doing rip-off theme songs! <laughs> They're like a happy version of Scott and Grover from A Christmas Story. Yeah. (laughs) 
Just pulling up a photo to show to Sam of the the logo from Hulk Hogan's Pastamania. Oh, yeah. there's, there's a whole bunch of stuff you can get. Uh, like, if you go back, there are some collectibles from Pastamania. It looks so cheap. It looks so cheap. What is it? Pasta is the healthiest food, man. If you want to get your 24-inch pythons on, you've got to eat 15 plates of spag bol. What's an anabolicos? And then have some pizza for dessert. What, what's more Italian, Hulk Hogan's Pasta Mania or Domino's? <laughs> oh. I, I, I didn't hear Olive Garden in there. <laughs> well, Olive Garden's definitely Italian. It's got olives in it. And, and when you only get them in Italy, family. So definitely. <laughs> and they got a hearty endorsement from Virgil. <laughs> he loves his Olive Garden, does, does Virgil. Meat sauce. I know it's kind of maligned, but Olive Garden does have good food. What would I, be I won't call the... it the most. Sorry, go on. I say, I won't call it the most um, authentic Italian experience, but the food is tasty. <laughs> I'm trying to think what would be the. British equivalent of Olive Garden. I don't know, like Frankie and Benny's is up Frankie there. and Benny's that's probably. Like, you know, that's supposed to be like a New York Italian style place, but really it's just, you know, your, your bog standard restaurant UK mm. fare. They do nice breakfast in Frankie and Benny's. I was there on um, do, but like Friday morning and I had a Bloody Mary. Uh, you know who does no. a really good Bloody Mary? If you're ever in Newcastle, you're listening to this, you're ever in Newcastle, go to Ernest. Ernest yes. do three different types of Bloody Mary, but they've got one called the Bloody Maria, and it's like all spicy and, and delicious, and it comes with jalapenos and, and a pickle, and oh, it's the boy. It is the best. Since one of the shareholders is here, can I suggest that on Mondays we have Bloody Mary meetings over at Ernest? I would love that more than anything, but I don't think my uh, my functioning alcoholism <laughs> needs any more. Sorry, my budding functioning alcoholism needs any more persuading. <laughs> Have you guys been to the People of Walmart website? Yes. Oh, yes. yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, here Flair's got them all beat. He's wearing no shirt with a bathrobe at the mall. <laughs> <laughs> Living the dream. It's a normal day. I'd love to not care that much if I could just come to work in a, like, a mustard-stained vest. <laughs> a pair of shorts. Sting still in the late-era Sergeant Pepper look. Yeah. <laughs> So this is what Sting meant when on the last night show he said, we started it years ago, Rick! After Brian and, and Jushin. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Oh, handsome chap. What? Wasn't he just wrestling in New Brunswick or somewhere for WWF last night? He got a title defense. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Diesel punched me and I got upset. What are you doing here? <laughs> Oh my, so get him out of here. He doesn't work for this company. He's just oh. coming to shop for more shirts. <laughs> I remember this like it was yesterday. Just, Justin, like, talk me through your reaction to this moment. Uh, I think my brother said it best. He's, he's like, I think WWF's dying because because they just lost Lex Luger. <laughs> Which is funny when you say it like, when you say it now. <laughs> I think my mom adored <laughs> Lex Luger. Like, even though he was a shit wrestler, she loved him. Well... I, 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 I got to say, we bagged on Luger so much over the last few years, Tom and I, on this show, we well, the Raw show. But the, the next, I want to say six to eight months of Luger's career is the best stuff he's ever done. Yeah. Just he, he the heel, who's interesting. the insincere heel who's still friends with Sting and tries to play both sides against each other yep. is tremendous. And he does some of the funniest, most insincere promos of his career. <laughs> 
Oh, man. So that was a real simple moment that just happened, and then it stopped. That's it. Yeah, there's your big shock debut. Nice. That's the first in a long line of, of what the fuckery that's to come imagine over the, the next f- couple of years. Imagine the phone calls taking place at that point. People's I, pho- Vince's phone it, ringing, going, Vince, Vince you've got to put Vince TNT on. on. Was Vince not on TV at this moment? I think Vince... Oh, no, they were, uh, they were off that week. They were off that yeah. week. Oh, God. Because I remember one of them, Vince is definitely on TV. Is it Medusa? Vince is Medusa, yep. country and he finds yeah. out while he's at the desk and you just see his visible expression is just gone. He's just like uh. to be out of there. Oh, man. This is a really exciting time. <laughs> it's all going to be hilarious going forward. We're almost back Very here fun. now. We're pretty much here now. Yeah, they, and yeah, I mean... AEW. What a time! Like let's let's take let's take you youngins back to the original Monday Night Wars, the original wrestling wars of years gone by. I mean, it's definitely a, a change in time because here Luger's upstaging Sting and Flair. Usually it's the other way around. Sting never, Sting never absolutely walloped Yokozuna one on the USS Intrepid, did he? No, he didn't either. Flair. What have they ever done for the industry? <laughs> <laughs> thing never had a bus <laughs> i do wonder i don't recall a flare express <laughs> well i know there was a flare master car. train train <laughs> which got which got run up a few times i just realized when flare came to the ring he passed the great train store and i'm like wonder if that gave him an idea <laughs> <laughs> why is rick flare trending on twitter <laughs> oh, Flair. He's like, that wasn't me. Are you sure, mate? All right. <laughs> we- Look at this blatant no selling. Look at Sting hulking up. Still thinking about the Luger bit. Stinging up, sorry. Ah, oh, down you go, Ricky boy. Flair's wearing yellow and Sting's hulking up. Terry Belaya is going to be livid. Just quickly, just oh, he's- an email to terrybelaya at gmail.com. <laughs> And just quickly, oh, geez. did you see this? Did you see what flare on that show? You were too busy in your pasta restaurant. You probably <laughs> missed it. Can you believe the disrespect, Terry? Too busy finding out what a Hulk you is. I, I wish it was still open, so I, I can leave a Yelp review. <laughs> <laughs> leave one anyway. I, I, I ate a whole bowl of Hulk reviews and then they... Hopped out of my mouth and started hulking up and started punching me. Do you reckon, though, if you if you had enough money and you could get all parties on side, you could just be like WWE. Let me let me franchise a Pastamania, please, please. Or Mean Jeans Burgers. I mean, they might let you. What is it with wrestling though and pasta? Because we've also got Chef Boyardee, don't we? It's carbs, isn't it? It's carb loading. It's like at the end of the Great North Run when you carb load. Yeah, but it's a bit deceptive, isn't it? As a as a as a uh, a larger child, uh, yeah. to have somebody big and muscly going eat pasta. <laughs> Because pasta's That's great if you're, gonna, if you're going to burn it off. Yeah, it's if you, like if you weren't going to run a marathon, are you going to do like a big cycle or whatever? Like you need to you need to load up. But if you're going to sit in your underpants and eat it immediately out of the saucepan, like I like somebody did, yeah, uh, somewhere I'm sure and that wasn't me. Then then you're on to a hide into nothing. Wasn't really. me either. Definitely no, wasn't definitely either of us. No, Justin. One of your cheese options is Ico Provolone. <laughs> <laughs> nice. You've got to want it. <laughs> you've got to. Do we have to want it? <laughs> We're telling you, you've got to. You've got to want it. Rick, this never works. And you're not allowed in the club. I've got to not want it. <laughs> All right, so, this has been a fun match. 
I've got to say, for, on the line in this, uh, there's no belt in the lineup. But yeah, it's not title, I believe. Yeah. All time Charlotte goes for a moonsault. Why doesn't someone just just throw her off backwards like oh, every time goes to the top rope? It's only bloody on. <laughs> it's Brock's dead. Oh, Dax Harwood, Spinebuster, Cash Wheeler. What are you doing here? Dax Harwood's father coming to confront Darby Allen's father. He's wrestling Andrade El Idolo's father. The AEW roster is currently on the first Nitro. <laughs> Give it till Sunday with Flair. So what's Arn? So at this point, Arn and Flair, because I've not kept up with... I've, we've, we kept up with some of the beats of WCW, but I assume the four horsemen are still like mates. Arn's going to tell both of them, guys, there's a red, white, and blue truck or bus parked out back. Let's go slash its tires. What if over the tannoy at the Mall of America went, could the owner of the large blue coach please return to your vehicle? It gets halfway out the ramp. It's the next express on the side of it. <laughs> it's being currently being towed. He just very quickly moves back. It's being dragged off by Haku. Oh, it's being dragged off by Haku. He thought it was a pull toy. <laughs> Who's next? The Salt and Brunei. They're all here tonight. <laughs> Let's see. Guys from late 80s Crockett. Um, uh, maybe Tim Horner can come out next. Oh, B, what's B. Brian Blair doing at this point? Well, Tim Horner came out corn at my head of conniption. <laughs> <laughs> Motherfucker owes me money for the truck he stole. <laughs> Motherfucker. So Smoky Mountain will have been underway by this point, right? Well, Smoky Mountain oh, is, uh, is a duck basically it, a WWF developmental kind yes, of sort of. It, yeah. it was near its end at this point. It was a couple months away, actually, from closing its doors. They've just lost the Unabomber, so that's probably why. Yeah. And Al's Unabom. Unabomber is somebody else. Unabom. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's a, the Unabomber is... Uh, <laughs> that's, yeah. that's a very different one. The Unabom. That would have made national news if Ted Kaczynski jumped ship. <laughs> Walking out on Nitro in a fluffy shirt. Just, just extolling the virtues of primitive life and avoiding technology. <laughs> Check, follow me on Twitter. <laughs> Anyway, oh. superb plucks, nicely done. Sting looks good here. Like it's it's, it's looks like, good. like this 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 version of Sting gets a little bit of a ribbon now. But I love him. I love Surface Sting's Sting. great. He's I, ace. The one thing that they used to always annoy me as a kid was the face paint coming off, because obviously it's getting rubbed off as they're wrestling. But it wasn't so bad when it was Surface Sting. But when he becomes Crow Sting. It's just really distracting yeah. because he's got just such a pancake white flat face. <laughs> and then it's just like underneath, it just starts peeling off. And it's like his face just looks like camouflage at certain points. I think it's interesting how we, we ever used to say, say Sting had Bart Simpson hair. And now his <laughs> kayfabe son has a skateboard. Oh, <laughs> nice. Incidentally, I went on the Rampage, but now, now All Out has happened, so I'm sure they had a lovely time. But on Rampage the other week, I'm sure they teased Sting versus Punk. Yeah. And I'm like, in another reality, I'm, I'm, I'm up for that. I'm up for that. Was that Nick Patrick? Is that Nick Patrick? No. That, that's Randy Anderson. Randy Anderson. I was going to say, Nick Patrick is one of my favorite WCW refs simply because he flops when he counts. Oh, they're feuding. <laughs> they're not oh, friends anymore. Right. Yes, do it in. You can tell by the way he's hitting him. Get rid of him. 
Spine buster on the concrete. Go on. Oh, he's strutting to the back. I think Arn was like 36 here. Fizzy <laughs> fuck. Oh, what? Like John Tenter. John Tenter's like fucking 24 when he's earthquake or something. And then when my theory is, my theory is, no way that guy's not 40. My theory is that Arm was never actually born. He just emerged from the woods one day on horseback holding a <laughs> He's like a Stephen King character. <laughs> I don't he's get like Har- what. He was like Harvey Keitel from Dust Till Dawn. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa! Oh, it's Scotty. It's got Flash. Scotty too high. <laughs> Scott Norton. There's my paycheck. It didn't about. Let me go back to Japan. <laughs> We're not doing another show in North Korea, are we? <laughs> Tried to ring my wife and I slagged off, I slagged off Korea and they got really oh, cross. Why do we never get Mongo versus oh, Flash? Match. What is going oh. on? Now Savage is here. Bonesaw and Mongo are ready. Yeah, how about it, Norton? What? How about it, Norton? Let's, let's get it on. We're getting Scott Norton versus Randy Savage in 95. <laughs> Scott Norton is basically the worst case scenario for when your mom says, wait, your father comes home and that's your father. <laughs> comes home from the construction site looking like that. I was, I was buzzing when Scott Norton rocked back up in New Japan recently. I was really, really happy for him because he just seemed to have a great time when he came out and he did the rumble and stuff. It was just like, yeah. <laughs> He just, at this point, sort of, how much of a name was Scott Norton at this point? In this country, not that great. But in Japan? Oh, he had a, he, I don't think he had a rep in Japan. I mean, he, he faced a Hashimoto for the IWGP belt at the, oh, this is the vignette for the debuting at Sabu. Oh, my God. Nice. That means we've got Hack coming soon, right? Oh. Not till 99. Oh, it's Hack 99. Was it that late? Yeah. Oh. 98, 99. Christ. Homicidal, I can't get over suicidal, how genocidal. <laughs> I love Sabu. So, that's Chris Canyon. He's beating up in the um, oh, vignette here. Canyon, man. Canyon. I love Canyon. I've got two Canyon figures, actually. Two. Oh, better. <laughs> All right, fans. Welcome back to the Mall of America. Minneapolis, Minnesota, WC. Oh, that, bo- that voice. He has that voice in real It's like JR. It yeah. was surreal walking past him at WrestleCon. It's just that voice. And it was like, fuck, you know, it's me, Gene. I love he just makes gags and most of them just fall flat. He just carries still on. There's nothing better than him singing the national anthem at Mania. Oh, Is it Mania? He's like, oh, see. Oh, yeah. Hurry up, we're pressed for time. And they gave away a Harley Davidson. I'm just giving Harley Davidson on the Marlboro, man. Oh. Laser disc. <laughs> I've not thought about that film in so long. Uh, why did you have to bring it back into my mind? Because <laughs> I'm a Brian Bosworth fan. I can't remember. The greatest Brian Bosworth fan. <laughs> I feel like Mean Gene's 1980. Dirty Dick Slater. Dirty Dick. And the dissolve effect. Stinger and Big Matt. That's massive. Stinger I think they're in tag team action. That's what they're saying. Man's uh, PNG was flipped oh. there. Matt was spelled backwards on his hat. Oh, Very no. Nice of them. They could have flipped Sting and you wouldn't have been able to tell. Ockham. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll tell you what, 
Who's the Who's the cat walking around? That's like, Wildcat Willie. Okay. Yes. Is he Is he doing a Is that Is that somebody under the mask? Is there somebody under that hood? I hope it's somebody under the mask. It'd be amazing, wouldn't it? Yeah. It's just a sentient guy with a giant cat head. It's Kabashi. <laughs> was Wildcat Willie the WCW mascot originally? No. Yes. Yeah, and then it goes over to like a look. Then look who's here. Just keep dropping oh. bombs. Oh. Nice Teddy Bassy starter kit jacket. It really is. Loving that their VT is not the correct aspect ratio for the shot there. <laughs> well, you wanted the Rotunda to jump ship, and here you go. Yeah, here we go. Rotunda's <laughs> jumping. This is Rampage. <laughs> we're, we're definitely getting bone now. Now you've added to the list Mr. Wall Street. Oh, and I'm sure that the IRS is going to be watching me real close. Oh, I see, uh, uh, I see what you did. Road in the WCW. The WCW. The, oh, oh. Yep. Be a road agent and put together man, mountain, rock, Henry Goblin matches. I am, gonna, <laughs> I am nah. so many lists of people who need to apologize for saying the WCW. So the thing with that, the thing is cool. So with that, like IRS had long agreed to a new deal with the WWF where yes. he was going to work as a road agent and a stand-in. Oh, why is the boss man? Bubba. Honest to God, I know it sounds like I'm just I'm I'm overselling this, but because I've been we've been watching Raw for so long, like this feels I feel like I've lived through the last couple of years of Raw. This feels like a big deal. Yeah. Like people are popping up from the other show. Like this feels massive. Yeah, it's it's I, I it's, get it. I get why it all just, just went. Cool. It's just like I don't know. It, it has its own unique feel and flavor and everything about it. Mm. Feels fresh. Then you watch breath it of fresh air evaporate, <laughs> evaporate week by week, Into month by month, year by year. <laughs> you haven't gotten to the nattier yet. Just wait. Okay, now we're there. Here it can be. It's nowhere near as good as Real American. Just put it up. I don't. America, like, fuck yeah. Surely couldn't have had exclusive. Wasn't that Hogan's song? Real American for. Wrestling purposes, surely. It's a Rick Derringer song. I reckon they would have put like the stoppers on them using it though. It is one of the best entrance themes of all time. Hogan's a bit of a fucking, well, a bit. Hogan's a massive fucking prick. But you can't deny, you can't deny that real Americans just, oh. Oh, it's a classic. Oh, this doesn't, this doesn't touch the sides. Just even that, that little intro swell with the before the lyrics. Oh. It's got enough of the similar beats to it. It's because it's a Jimmy Hart track. Let's take the track, change a chord, change one word, and that's it. There's your song. It's something that smells like Teen Birrit for TV. <laughs> See, it's different from Under Pressure because mine goes dun 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 dun, and that one goes dun 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 dun. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know whether you've heard it, Justin, but ABBA's released new songs. Oh, we're God. not talking about this again. We today, are Tom, again, because mate. We you are. can't you can't criticize ABBA I can, I can. for being in their seventies and not releasing disco bangers. My no, my my thing was right, and I got the song wrong in the in the video that we did earlier. Yeah. Uh, but don't shut me down. Sounds like if Jimmy Hart wrote Dancing Queen, like it's just a few notes off. Well, you know, but again, they wrote Dancing Queen. They can do no, whatever no, they, they did, want. No, they did, but, the, but you know, I was, I was hoping for... four chords for nearly 50 years or something. I was hoping for more of a Jimmy Hart, not more than a Jimmy Hart redo of Dancing Queen. Copyright. If you ever, if you ever find the track in that Hogan CD called I Want to Be a Hawk and Maniac, Jimmy Hart ripped off the Owen Hart hook to his oh. song. 
Swear to God, it's Jimmy. You don't even try. Jimmy, the, the creativity of a photocopier. I believe he wrote American Males, though, and for that we need to give him all of the love that ever existed in the world. Because not only do you get the American Males, you also get that the vocal that comes in. It's like... Background's got it rigs, America! Fuck yeah! American Males. It's like somebody singing with a mouthful of hot soup. <laughs> I think that was Trey Parker's first gig. <laughs> bit of DVDA. <laughs> Randy Parker singing. <laughs> I'm beginning to think like this is the, doing it in the Mall of America is actually a very shrewd move for Dub C Dub. I know at this point Hogan was getting a couple of boos from crowds. So to do it in a place where there's just like general people who will go, oh my God, Hulk Hogan. Yep. Yeah. Even at this time, wrestling to the majority of the world. When you said that word, just like today, to average people who don't watch it, the first face that pops into their head is usually Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan, brother, brother, brother. Yeah. And, and you got Bill and Story, which why Irish jumps shit because he wants to face boss me for custody of suspenders. <laughs> <laughs> I loved Boss Man, though. Like, Boss Man, one of my favorites, just straight up. It's the way he sells exuberantly for a big man. Yeah, he's, it just he gives everything to it. It's some of the best punches, too. Nice. He's had his pasta. <laughs> Two men who both had pasta, but one went for a run before. That's a good Mongo. 14 calzones before this match. <laughs> why, did, why did they do a vignette earlier in the show where they found like one of those like quarter horses out, out front of like the, um, the, the kids right at the mall, have Mongo punch it out? Because <laughs> they clearly don't want to make money. <laughs> hey, you can't park that bus over there. It's illegal. Then Mongo punches the bus how, and knocks it over. How pure <laughs> were the 90s, right? How pure were the 90s in one way, in terms of it being a capitalist nightmare heaven? <laughs> that you can go to a mall and there is a shop specifically for flags. <laughs> I just think that's really quite. In, in possibly one of the biggest, I think the Mall of America is the biggest mall in America, uh, or mm -hmm. at least it was for a while. But to to have the ultimate image of capitalism condensed into one big shopping space, and then there's even a shop for flags. It's like beautiful but terrifying. <laughs> well, and you know, they say find a niche and then fill it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Nobody's selling flags. I've got a great idea. <laughs> You know, this business is going to run and run for 50 years. This business will stand tall. Like a list of countries. How many do we need of Algeria? Uh, get a hundred just in case. Albania, a hundred. America, and the most is like has a store where he sells um clamshells dressed like Lucy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Mr. Mooney, oh, they're such they're our purest of times, they really are. Everyone now just goes, oh, that's great. I'll get it on Amazon. Yeah, I. it, it breaks my heart seeing the high street deteriorate. And I'll always try uh, to as many, you know, cheating friggin' Hogan stores and stuff and comic shops and anything like that. I'll always try and support. But yeah, man. Maybe it's changing. There's going to be a maybe, point soon where Northumberland Street is just going to be all restaurants and bars. And it's scary. It's upsetting. I mean, not if, not if you're on a pub crawl. 
Well, no, but Newcastle's already one big pub crawl. We're pub crawl the city. Let's double the pub crawls. You've got to walk like 20 minutes and you've done the whole town. <laughs> it's just bars. Is Gary, is Gary King still wondering buying his trench coat? <laughs> you know it. You know I, it. In fact, now I'm thinking about these escalators. <laughs> I'm all fairly are. sure, now that I can see them in that shot, I'm fairly sure I read somewhere that the people on the escalators were there to watch and they were herded up and down them. <laughs> So there were people who were going up and down. I'm sure I read that somewhere. <laughs> because you got, well, you got a really unique view, didn't you? I so got an escalator like seat. Get in. You could kind of go up and down and you could see like... I think it's just the same people going in a circle. Yeah, it probably is. Good for people who want to get to, I don't know, Walgreens to, to buy some orange some orange juice. Just stuck with all the wrestling marks. I told you earlier, we're a Winn-Dixie household here at Cultaholic. I apologize for a Winn-Dixie household. <laughs> I just is, I, mo, is that is that Alamo flags? Alamo yeah, flags. Alamo flags. But the, but the Ala is Burnhouse says Mo flags. Says, we got Mo flags here. <laughs> we got Mo flags. <laughs> Bring us Mo flags. Mo's jumping. What? <laughs> Mo first out Mo flags. Bubba's shirt just torn open. He really means business now. <laughs> Get the air in there. That's a long day at work. Look, when you just come home and just open up your shirt and just fall down your oh, it's basically, bark a lounger. It's basically yeah. me after every wedding. What a day. I'm on the dance finally, floor in that look at that Finally. Point. Finally, I've got a cup of tea. I've got Netflix. And I don't have... Boss Man Slam. <laughs> Admittedly, I'm on the dance floor with that look, with a back that is just drenched. This is the thing. Like, I, I'm not really, Sweaty a, I'm back, not really an, an uh, I'm, Irwin I'm R. Campbell person. So it, it, it's just a bit. Weddings for me, man, are just usually just, oh, God, it's like so intense. Yeah. I was walking oh, no, up. <laughs> oh, here we go. Come on, Bubba. You. It's all the build up in it, then. Oh, yeah. Popeye has spinach. Hogan has beefaroni. <laughs> <laughs> and the laziest big boot in the world. And, and the leg drop. And what is it? Is it going to be a one, two? Yeah, three. Fuck it. He was Hogan. getting up at two and a half. <laughs> God sake, Randy Put a shit on Randy Anderson. Three and a half. <laughs> Randy Ricochet Anderson. They're jumping over the pile. <laughs> I couldn't oh. wait to get in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he was up at three. He was up at 4 3, rather. Hogan should have put a shift in. Hogan, Hogan was putting a shift in. He was, he was busy shilling pasta. I'm thinking, like, now obviously now everything's it's all shopping online. Big test. Oh, oh tell the kisses. Yeah. Hang on. Oh, no, it's Kamala, yes! the Zodiac, and Kevin Sullivan. It's the Dungeon and Dare! Oh, no. Oh, God, here he comes. It's Big Tenty Boy. <laughs> He's on a shark. He's a man. Luger! Luger! <laughs> Meng's in there! Meng! Luger! Luger's doing a run-in where he doesn't get beaten up by the good guys! Oh, what a special <laughs> Back to back! Oh, no, we're not going to hit each other! Oh, what's going to happen here? Oh, I know him! That can't be! That's that little guy who spoke to me all those years ago! The Aren't you the guy who tried to imitate me in, in, up in New York two years ago? <laughs> Cooler heads here from that, Macho Man Randy Savage. <laughs> <laughs> right. Randy Calm Peacemaker down. Savage. Calm down, Hulk. If Savage is the cooler head, we've all got problems. <laughs> so there's a there's a, an iconic bit that comes up. Is it during the break here? 
Um, I think it's during the break where the intel on where Hogan kind of went off on Luger a bit for like smirking or whatever. Yeah. So Luger appeared, uh, or is it? It was when he first appeared, right? Or is it later? He's smirking on the ramp, but yeah, Hogan does not take kindly to that at all. And, and Hogan has to kind of dress him down. Yeah. We don't see it, but I guess it happened during the break. Yeah, I thought like Hogan. I heard that Hogan slapped him or something, or just kind of <laughs> shook him up and went, "You're about to make all the. You're about to make more money than you've ever made in your life. Stop smirking." Here we go. So they're about to have a big argument right now. The battle against muscular dystrophy rages on. The battle against muscular dystrophy. Yeah, the battle. Vader might not be there. Hard to change. I didn't know muscular dystrophy was a faction now in WCW. I'm going to beat up all these kids. That's not what we meant, Savage, about the battle against muscular dystrophy. I'm going to beat up all these kids. I know one of you kids is just Jake the Snake Roberts. You're just <laughs> crouching. I'm going to beat you all up and find out which one. <laughs> sort it out, Jane. My friend Artemis the Magic Rabbit told me so. <laughs> I don't know what that means. I That's good to say that again. Why are you here, Lex? Because I, I was a free agent and, and Sting wanted to bring me back. And I was getting tired of doing jobs for Henry Godwin. <laughs> and I signed an awful deal to get back. That makes you the only world heavyweight champion. And I'm here to take that. Back. And even though it's 1995, I still have hair like a quarterback in 1983. <laughs> <laughs> hey, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Exactly. Then you'll have your pieces. Let me finish. I've been down the same road as you. I've been where you've been. I've beaten the same people. I look like Mick Jagger with Dire Straits hair. And tired of playing around with kids. I'm here. Gonna fight the muscular dystrophy kids. <laughs> All right. I don't think it's gonna be happening five years from now, mate. Or if it is, it's gonna be bad. I'm contractually obligated to be the champion. <laughs> Now what's your name again? Yeah, but there's thousands of Lexomaniacs as well, isn't there? It, it, isn't there? I suppose, in theory. Literally thousands. <laughs> Figuratively. Theoretically. He is so sweaty. Next week, next week, next week. Yeah. <laughs> well, Roy, you might have to change your formula a little bit because this Ooh, is what Nitro is doing. <laughs> oh, big boys. Look at this. Is that the original belt? I couldn't I, tell. It's got to be the original belt, hasn't it? Because, uh, well, no, there's there's a there's a bend in the top of the original belt. So you can tell uh, it's the original. Pepe. Oh. I am adamant I'm getting a chihuahua and it's going to be called Pepe. It's happening. 
it's 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 happening at some point and i'll present every video with pepe i would hope you would I would hope you would want for not. Hope Monger says, everywhere. Oh, what's the fix? It's such about this Luger. I mean, he opened WrestleMania. I main evented it. <laughs> there we go. Famous, famous line. We're, We're out, out of time. time. We're out of time. And oh, do you know what? What an amazing. That was not even an hour, 45 minutes. Yep. A TV hour. God. Nice, quick, to the point, no drama. They crammed so much in, in like 45 minutes. That was amazing. Yeah. So if I stop share, there we go. What? So so watching that back, Justin, what did we make of it? No, it was as fun as I remembered it being. Definitely a lot of excitement. And you could see you know, the, the formula next week, next week, next week, rather than WBF, where it's, we taped four shows at once. And, you know, and it's, you get what you get. And Yeah. So... This is the new standard, and they're going to be putting the screws the WBF to do something similar for the sake of evolution. That's it. Live TV is on the horizon, and it's it's in all of its terror, glory, <laughs> splendor. <laughs> Wonderful. Uh, so that was Monday Nitro. That was the first ever Monday Nitro uh, presented from WCW. Um, thank you for watching along with us today. Um, we've got a few announcements to make before we go uh, any further there's there's three announcements to make um the first one being if you um if you enjoyed us watching monday nitro how's about we watch it every single flipping week how does tasty. that sound That'd be very tasty sam would you have like maybe an hour and a half in your schedule every week i've got i've always got time for wcw you know that well, how about me and thee get together every week and we do the Cultaholic Classic Nitro Review? Sounds like a right laugh, yeah. And that's what we're going to bloody Let's do. do. It. Let's do it. Starting soon, stay subscribed to your podcast feed of choice for the Classic Nitro Review with Sam Driver and me. You're getting another classic review. You lucky <laughs> devils! <laughs> the second announcement, uh, as we were recording, uh, a young man snuck into the office to join us. Uh, a young man by the name of Jack Atkins. Now, Jack joined us relatively... Actually, you joined us before the, the world shut down, didn't you, Jack? Yeah, and I was freelancing for a year before that. I'm an old hat. <laughs> You're an old hat. How old are you, sir? 32. Well... You're of a certain vintage, aren't you? Yeah. Were you a wrestling fan at this point? Oof, yeah. Where would you have been in your fandom? Well, actually, I was lapped at this point. I, this was already my first. Oh, wow. So you were coming back, baby. Yeah. Um, we do. Uh, as, so that was the classic. As that was the technically first episode of the classic Nitro review. You may know we do a small podcast called the Cultaholic Classic Raw Review, where we've been watching every episode of Monday Night Raw from the very beginning until... It's its end or our end, depending <laughs> on what comes first. And as somebody who we've had some fun with, uh, as seeing your work as a writer and, and chatting with you in and around the office, we wanted to extend the invitation officially for you to be a part of the Classic Review family and join us on the Cultaholic Classic Raw Review. Oof. Does that make me, what, like a uh, 1995's answer to Mike Adamley? Is that, <laughs> is that who I am? I think... <laughs> I think we make you the Mike Adamley. Yeah. I think that makes you the Mike Adamley. I think it does. Would you have some time in your schedule? Uh, yeah. Yeah? Are you, Tom? 
Bless yeah. you, mate. It'd be lovely for you to join us. Um, there's the reason. Well, the reason we invite you in is because I think you people are going to love to get to know you. They're going to learn to love you. The reason that we're asking you to join us for the classic raw review is our third announcement, which is Justin Henry is stepping away from the cultaholic classic raw review. Uh, Justin, over to you, my friend. Well, I've had a lot of fun doing the classic raw review for over three years with you, Tom. A lot of laughs, a lot of inanity, and I wouldn't want it any other way. But I'm getting more heavily involved in the documentary end here at Cultaholic, working on the various projects with the lovely Sam Driver here, our wonderful editor, Matthew Stewart, and uh, you know, doing war stories, doing <clears throat> Behind the Match, and, and some other projects we have coming out over the next several months to, that are very ambitious, take up a lot of time, and I want to devote more time to that. And... So I wanted to, wanted to hand off my chair, my well, not my microphone because I don't have a mic. I just yell at a laptop. But um, wanted to hand off my spot on the show to Mr. Atkins here, a wonderful young writer at Cultaholic who has a great mind and a great sense of humor when it comes to the absurdities and the inanities of professional wrestling. And I see how, I see how you know people like Andrew and Owen and even our intrepid editor, Mr. Mitch Wadden, have a uh, have thrived in on-air roles, and it's just a matter of getting an opportunity. Well, encourage me, and I had an opportunity for three years to be silly and just throw together my loose thoughts on a bygone era of pro wrestling on a podcast. So, I want to hand that chance off to Jack so that he can put his own voice out there. And I figured if I'm going to do more work with documentaries and rather than stretch myself too thin, maybe I can give somebody a chance to be heard and. Jack, the spot's yours, and let me just say, if, if you ever feel non-energetic doing the show, don't worry. Tom brings enough for five people, so you just <laughs> you just ride him the way that I've ridden his coattails for three years, and you're going to do a hell of a job, man. Oh, thank you very much. Uh, all I need to uh, ask then is uh, cash or check for that lovely <laughs> glass. <laughs> uh, Hey, pal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think the, world is the nice thing is, Justin, and um, and uh, when these these conversations happened a couple of weeks ago, where uh, we kind of decided we were gonna uh, the, that you were gonna you were gonna step away. Um, independently, I, Adam, and Justin all said you, Jack. Independently, so we went. Well, there's your answer. Well. So what is so no pressure, mate? Yeah. <laughs> Tommy's supposed to ease people into these roles. So Shut it. Like, deep end. Deep end with you. Deep end with you. Sink or swim. You are going to get to know and love uh, Jack Atkins on this podcast very, very soon. Uh, we, we will. You will get to know him more uh, in the coming weeks. Uh, I wanted to uh, before the, I want the last word to be a, a thank you to Justin. Uh, true story. In two thousand and eighteen. Uh, I, I'd spoken to Pachiti on a couple of occasions and, uh, he'd said, oh, we might work on something down the road with you. And I was like, oh, that's cool. It's whatever. And, uh, he'd suggested, he said, oh, a guy, one of, our, one of our writers wants to do a podcast about Raw. Matthew's not available. Would you be up for it? <laughs> Is that a lie, Justin? 
I think I think it went like, oh wow, you could have asked Matthew, you could have asked <laughs> Sam, you could have asked Ross, and then Adam goes, well, they all passed. They all passed. They all passed. <laughs> uh, we I had kid, a we had a thirty five minute chat in my spare room uh, over FaceTime, and I think we just both went, yeah, this will work. This will be a thing. And that was in July of two thousand eighteen. And I wasn't part of the team then, and 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 we were kind of the periphery. We were the boys on the on the on the sidelines. We were the troublemakers. We were the the underdogs, and we just we just cultivated a, a gorgeous following of wonderful people. And the show grew, and the show grew, and the show grew. And uh, I, I I owe I owe a big part of why I'm here at all to you, because had you you could have easily just gone that day. Don't like him. He's too loud. <laughs> And and I wouldn't have got a foot in, and I wouldn't be sat here, uh, and and I will forever be grateful to you for that. You will forever be my friend. I will, I will miss more than you realize. Come, I'm not uh, dying, Jesus. Don't die. <laughs> I will miss more than you. I want to just do a nice thing. I will miss more than you realize uh, our weekly gatherings because some days I was down and some days you were down. Some days we were both up. Some days we were both down. But we we met up and we watched an awful episode of Raw. And I think every single time we did it, we both left feeling better. If we hadn't come in, in the full ticket, we both left feeling better. Um, so I'll forever be grateful for that. I think away from the review, you've always been a wonderful friend. <laughs> Don't do that. Saw you. <laughs> Cut him off. You've always been a good mate. All right, I'll shut up then. You've always been a good mate, and I know this won't be the last time that we hear your dulcet tones on the podcast feed. It isn't. A oh, good no, I'll, I'll still pop in here and there. Definitely, it's just. It isn't a lovely It is a see you later. That is true. I would definitely be popping in here and there, perhaps for some watch-alongs in the future. I definitely, I'm definitely still. Well, technically, I kind of started the podcasting uh, world here called Hawk. Did I not? Maybe you did. I think you did. You can't get out of watch alone. You can't get out of watch alone, by the way. I I know I can't. <laughs> I'm definitely happy to do that and pick truly hideous stuff for all of us to watch because that's the fun of it. Amazing. But mate, it's been a pleasure. It's been a wonderful couple of years doing this with you. Uh, here's to amazing things on the channel, written by your hand. Ladies and gentlemen, Justin Henry from Off of America. Off of America. Thank you. We are at Cultaholic on Twitter. Don't forget to join us. I love you. Bye. <laughs>was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week kiki palmer here and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free hello fresh jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi now that's music to my mouth hello fresh let's get this dinner party started discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com planning for your next trip Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. For all the wrestling headlines in just 10 minutes, search Cultaholic Wrestling News on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. 